right. So I'm currently on the phone with Lucy Nirvana. She's another musician that reached out to me about the interview series. So I'm going to go ahead and give her the chance to introduce herself. Hi, everybody. Yes, my name is Lucy Nirvana. So glad that you can be here with us to get a little bit of insight on my life as a singer-songwriter. Um, I am a Bay Area native. Um, I was born in San Diego, raised in the Bay Area, and moved all around between the music cities, LA, San Francisco, Nashville, based. I have my own indie uh, lifestyle uh, brand and label, and that is Indigo Child. Playing um, the guitar, really, that's how for uh, over 10 years and now I'm producing and and publishing it so I'm really excited to be here excellent the phone broke out a little when you put uh put out your brand name why don't you do that one more time uh it's called indigo child melodies excellent excellent all right so uh let's get into some details I always kind of like to figure out you know what makes a musician tick uh when did you first find music uh what about it was inspiring to you and made you want to pursue a life in it I mean I've always surrounded by music my dad plays guitar my mom loves to sing uh, my sisters have always inspired me too by just their you know eclectic musical uh, tastes, different genres, different everything. I was always surrounded by music. Um, and I really found the love for it when I started writing. Um, and that was after I saw Walk the Line, the movie with uh, Joaquin Phoenix and Reese Witherspoon based off of Johnny Cash's life. He was really like my number one inspiration. Um, I bought a black guitar. It was a Ibanez nylon six string guitar. And um, I called it Johnny. My first song was called Monsters, which I think my mom still has the lyrics for that were written down on, you know, the the yellow uh, notepad paper. But yeah, I've, I found my music uh, passion when I started writing. I've always loved music, but I recognized that I really wanted to pursue something and create and share when I started making music, playing for others and, you know, finding out that I was actually good. <laughs> Okay. And so once you kind of figured out, you know, what you wanted to do with it and create with it, did you kind of envision yourself as a solo artist or did you imagine like a full lineup of a band? What was kind of your thoughts, thought process going into that? Yeah. Um, well, I've always wanted to be in a band, but for whatever, I never found like a solid group that I could practice with and play with. Um, you know, consistently I have been in bands before, but they were very short lived and, you know, I loved, I loved that. Um, but as of now, you know, I am a solo artist and I work with different musicians around the world and we collaborate either in person or virtually. Um, and that seems to work really well. So I think when I go on tour, definitely want to really tight with and, and going to gigs and stuff consistently. But right now, um, I do consider myself as a solo artist and that's not always how I envisioned it. It just unfolded that way. Um, and I think the reason being, I couldn't find people time. So it didn't stop me from continuing to make music. And like I said before, it just kind of unfolded naturally into my own solo thing. Okay. And so when you approach writing music, um, do you kind of envision that as being part of uh, contributing to a collaborative effort, like you said, or do you kind of uh, write to kind of build up a good catalog so you can release like a full album of solo music? What's kind of your thought process there? 
Yeah, I definitely right now I've written for bands and, you know, songs to play with bands. So I have that in my back pocket. But right now I'm really pursuing like that solo career I'm writing for me. I'm also top planning for other artists around the world, too. So, um, you know, I, I wrote a song uh, with a couple of other songwriters and uh, that song was published in Canada. So it's internationally um, known as well in London and it actually charted, which is really cool. Um, but as of now, my catalog is, um, most of that slow music release and tour, you know, uh, by myself or with maybe a guitar player, bass player, um, and a DJ and just go about it that way. But Hey, if I get a band and some people want to, you know, gig with me and they're consistent and they actually want to do it, they love the music and they want to create with me, I'm always open to collaborating and, working with other artists i think that's truly the magic of music is bringing people together okay and along those lines about uh potentially getting like bandmates together um if that were to happen let's say you know you get a a group of people together um would you want them to be contributing members to the creative process or would you look at them more as uh you know fill-in musicians to play the parts that you've created Um, I definitely would love to explore both avenues, but preferably I'd love to have a band that, you know, we're, we're in it together, maybe even a different um, band name and we're contributing consistently. Like I have a guitar part, maybe somebody else has a really cool bass line and then I come on with the lyrics and, you know, somebody wants to co-write with me and we create something awesome. That's, that's something I have done before. Um, and I've played shows in San Francisco with bands that, you know, we've practiced maybe one or two times, but we still love what we do individually and we contribute together and put on a kick-ass show. Okay. And, uh, so you, you mentioned that, you know, one of your aspirations is to tour. Um, what do you think, what do you think it, it will take for you to get your material together and a band together to motivate you enough to, uh, uh, put a tour together? And I guess what I mean by that is, um, at what level do you think you'll be comfortable enough to make that commitment? I think the level for me um, would be, you know, I have to have some great songs that I'm I'm promoting and I want to share around the world. Uh, right now, I'm building my catalog to get to that point. So I'd say I'd like to have, you know, an EP release, at least five tracks that, um, you know, I'm I'm publishing and I'm promoting and I'm sharing with others. And then I would feel comfortable enough to, um, you know, start like scheduling gigs and shows and stuff like that with other people. It just depends on how it all unfolds because right now I'm kind of in a learning phase. Um, I'm learning how to, you know, produce and use my DAW. I'm learning all the ins and outs of the audio or the, yeah, the audio engineering side of it, which is something I haven't done uh, previously. Normally it was just me and a guitar and, you know, my Um, And then I take it to a producer, but now I'm going that extra level and learning how to mix and master and the sounds that I need to, um, you know, fill the space that I don't have with my studio positions. So if somebody's not available, you know, I'd like to learn how to find well enough, get the demo idea across. Um, And then from there, I would love to have some published music. 
um, and then go on tour. So my hope is to get that done before June of 2023. So that way, the end of 2023, that's all I'm doing is touring around. Nice. I, I definitely think that that's an attainable goal. Uh, since you are kind of looking into the future, uh, where do you see yourself in five, 10 years down the road? Where do you want your career to be? Wow. Um, <laughs> in five to 10 years from now, I would love to be selling out, you know, venues like Madison Square Gardens. I, I love to uh, be nominated and win Grammys. Um, I'm really shooting for the stars right now. And in hopes that, um, I can even go past that. So, um, I would love to get a manager, an agent. I'd love to start playing shows and everything, but of course that all starts with the song. Um, and I've been listening to tons of podcasts recently, like, uh, they kind of go behind the scenes, um, so that myself as a musician and indie singer songwriter can get an idea of what that lifestyle looks like because there's going to be a lot of changes that I will have to make. And granted, I'm not going to be a hundred percent comfortable with it, but I'd love to get more insight into what it takes to get to that level. So if I'm coming, I think this year looks like lots of learning, um, going to 2023 and then from there getting, you know, goals checked off and, you know, meeting more people. That's one of my favorite things about music too, is it doesn't mean anything if it doesn't, you know, create a connection or give them something, um, that they can walk away with, like, even if it's a feel. So that's one of the things that I definitely want to accomplish before I can say that. Um, sure. I, I think that those are, you know, realistic goals as well. Um, yeah, I a lot of people, uh, you know, might look down at you know having such high aspirations, but I don't think that's a that's a negative thing. You should push yourself and see yourself in the goals that you want for yourself. Definitely, yeah. It takes a lot of visualization, you know, because on top of opening up my own label and doing everything with my own songs and finding time to do that, you know, I also have to make a living. So um, gigging, I want to gig more so that I can step away from like a regular corporate job and stuff like that, that I don't feel as passionate about. Sure. So in, you know, all the time that you've been, uh, learning an instrument and working on, you know, essentially your quote unquote celebrity, um, what are some of your favorite memories that stand out in that time? of me creating my celebrity <laughs> essentially like kind of getting in touch with music yeah um my favorite part is understanding my brand because that helps me get closer to who i am as a person and also how i want to uh portray my life and my music and i'm very authentic um and i think one of the best things about it is that i have come closer to you know, who I am, I've been able to identify the things that I love. And also, um, along the way, like collabing and sharing with other people, I've found a family of musicians and friends who also share the same interests and love for music and maybe even the same styles or, you know, geeking out or nerding out over some cool, um, you know, new plugin. Like I love that stuff. Awesome. Uh, so on that note, where can people find the stuff that you're working on and publishing? Yeah, uh, you can find me on iTunes, any of the the music platforms right now. I do have a single that was just released, um, actually, I'd say over a year ago now, and it's called San Francisco uh, by Lucy Nirvana. And that is an original one I assembled with four band members, but that's self-produced. 
um, and self-published by Indigo Child Melodies. And that's usually where I'm active and I'm working on creating a more accessible website, um, getting some merch out as well as some new songs on, on the way. Awesome. So I always like to give the person I'm interviewing the opportunity to put out their last words. So just a message that you feel you resonate with that you want to put out there. I definitely would say, um, <laughs> never give up. You know, I know it sounds a little cliche, but it's true. You know, you, you can never give up on your dream because your dream never gives up on you. So the more fuel that you add to the fire, the brighter your flame will be. And the you know brighter that you are, the more people will see you and the more people you can keep warm. So um, never give up and, and keep sticking to it and make sure that you're authentic and passionate about what you do.